enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Talkcast, the only podcast that grants you three wishes without you having to present your balls. I am your host, Daniel, and on this week's episode, the geeks and I decide to discuss Dragon Ball Super. So let me go ahead and introduce you to this week's panel of geeks. I have Marcus, Yo. Stacy, yep. and Katie. Welcome all. Hello. So Dragon Ball Super. Marcus, you are really excited and wanting to talk about this. You're, you're wanting to get us into the show. You know, the, the last thing I saw was the... The Resurrection of F. I think Stacy watched Dragon Ball GT was the last thing he's seen of, of Dragon Ball. Why should we watch Dragon Ball Super? So, let's see. I actually started watching Dragon Ball Super about eight episodes in, so um, I, I, got, I got a little spoiled. Um, as far as being able to watch the episodes back-to-back, but now we're on like episode 16 or 17 at this point. I can't remember exactly which one. But and having to watch this show, um, like waiting a week between episodes, holy crap, that is painful. Like welcome, welcome to real life. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. Like <laughs> this is like, of I'm course, entitled like, millennial. <laughs> I know for real. Absolutely lives up to uh, uh, our. It's it sort of, it, it. I don't know, I guess sort of takes a nod to the way Dragon Ball Z went by in in the the progression that it took. It was extremely slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so is Super. So, like, some episodes you get, like, a very little bit of storyline steps. Or, in some episodes, it'll just be not worth watching at all. <laughs> at least it seems like. Um... So, it took about 15 or 16 episodes to get through the first movie, and that's that's when um, that's where the the season started. Was right where the first movie, uh, Battle of the Gods, went. Um, everything, everybody noticed right away that the story was the same, but the things that happened in it were not. So, in the show, it, or like in the movie, Boma has a birthday party. And it's at her house. But in the show, she has a birthday party and it's on a boat in the ocean. So, like, these slightly different things happen in the show, which is kind of weird. I don't don't really know why. Um, Some things uh, like that aren't that big, aren't that important. But there's also, now that they started Resurrection of F, um, in the movie, uh, Shinron grants you two wishes. And he explained how the new uh, Guardian of Earth, Dende, is the reason why he grants two wishes. But now he's granting three in the TV show. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that's going to play in the future of the show as far as why, why, did, why they felt the need to change it to three. Are all the now, same characters in, in the show that were in or in the, in the new show that were in the previous shows and movies? Yeah, 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 and, and and even like Akira Toriyama also adopted some of the things that happened like after like in GT. You know how Gohan and Videl have uh, Pan. They she uh, Videl got pregnant. She had a girl, and she named it Pan. <laughs> okay. Oh, 
So this is supposed to be before GT. Uh, GT doesn't exist. It, it's not. It, you can think of GT as an alternate timeline, I guess. But yeah. So Stacy, what was one of your? I have somewhere to go with this, believe me. Okay. So I'm just, but I want to ask you, what was one of the worst story arcs that you could think of in the original Dragon Ball C I series? I going with this. <laughs> well, that's a good question. I, I think the first thing I have to say to answer that question is one of the things that frustrated me the most about it, and believe me, Dragon Ball got me through college, at least to, to a degree. Um, it was much like a soap opera. If you watch the first five minutes and the last five minutes, you got all you, you needed. Up. And Pretty much <laughs> of every single episode, you know, so it's like there was very little development. And so to kill Cell, it took like a two years, you know, to kill Cell. And I, maybe I'm being a little bit hyperbolic, but it's, you know, it took about two years, you know, 100 episodes <laughs> to get rid of Cell. Because Cell had to change like nine times and it took nine episodes to, to kill each version of him. So um, that frustrated me because it didn't advance the story very much. Um, but I think the... I, mean, I I thought all all the storylines kind of were the same. In fact, my favorite my favorite iteration of Dragon Ball Z or GT or Super is the original Dragon Ball. I think the worst part of Dragon Ball is everything after that. I was gonna say the Frieza saga. Yeah, Frieza. Yeah, Frieza was. But what I liked about the Frieza saga is that he had minions. You know, he had minions that came down and they were all weak. But each one of them came down, and you kind of got introduced to you know the different power levels. They had the little thing that came over their eye, and that, yeah, that, that's the yeah. And I liked that. I thought that was kind of cool because it kind of gave a little bit of an explanation of that there is a hierarchy. That some some of them are stronger than others, and then they saw Goku, and like his power was off the charts. Um, I thought that was cool, but uh, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably agree that was that was pretty yeah. good. To me, the Frieza saga was probably the worst of the sagas because that was the one that dragged on the longest. I think it was like 157 episodes. <laughs> well, it, it, it depends because like uh, they they they'll actually sp- split that one up between the Frieza saga and the Ginyu saga because okay. they had to take down the Ginyu force for a while first. Yeah, so. that's right. But it was just such a long saga, and it was it took forever to defeat Frieza. Um, the one thing cool out of that was Go- Goku could become a Super Saiyan for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I found out from Marcus, oh, the television show, uh, Dragon Ball Super, is getting ready to do a new Frieza saga. <laughs> well, it's going to be, yeah, Resurrection of F. <laughs> the Resurrection of F movie, you know, it was an hour, hour what, 15-minute long movie? I could deal with that. But this is going to be another 50 episodes, probably, of Frieza fighting Goku and Vegeta. I hope so. I, hope I don't so. know if I can deal with it. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I'm looking forward to it, dude. I, 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 I don't know. You, you actually have some personal vendetta against Frieza for some reason. <laughs> well, one, I hate his voice. That I think it's like the they can't movie. tell if he's supposed to be a woman. I mean, it's just in the American version. I think. I, I think in the Japanese version, he's like, yeah, they're, and then they're in all the very American angry. version. He's like. Eh, Goku, you know, you want to come over here and da 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 I'm like, is he a woman? Is she a guy? I mean, what is it? It is a guy. <laughs> you know, <it's- laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's not like the Japanese version gets the voices right either. There is literally an old lady who does Goku in the Japanese version. Yeah, Goku's like, Wah! Hi, Sophia! <laughs> 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 
Man, I, I was so sad to see that. Like, because uh, uh, I bought uh, Resurrection F on Blu-ray, and I started looking at some of the uh, the extra features and stuff on there, and it had it was showing people recording voices for the for the movie and stuff. And yeah, this old lady was playing Goku, and I was like, I cannot believe this. <laughs> you were so dream so excited about it. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, did did y'all? Well, I'm gonna say, Marcus, did you watch the original Dragon Ball? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I I still like Dragon Ball Z more. Um, it just to me, like I like, I and it's probably because I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. Um, I didn't really grow up watching Dragon Ball, and yeah. uh, so like, I I really like watching the fights. Um, and to me, it's kind of cool that they last a really long time <laughs> because yeah. of that. Because I loved watching them like power up to like some ridiculously high new power. And it's like, oh crap, nobody's gotten this strong before. What are we gonna do? He's over nine thousand. <laughs> oh yeah, I like. I actually liked it when uh, Goku would be in in like one of those chambers that has you know that with the hyper gravity chambers, and he's in there, oh, yeah. you know, doing push ups and training and recovering and like hundred times gravity. <laughs> Yeah, it made yeah. Me wonder if you could actually do that in real life with not yeah. without being crushed. Yeah, yeah. Probably not. But you could probably be in like two or three times gravity because they do that all the time as pilots and stuff. Yeah. So, but that's uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, I thought that stuff. I thought stuff like that was pretty cool. And there were aspects of the the show that I didn't mind it when they when they drug on a little bit. But I guess because I'm partial to Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z to a degree because that was where I was introduced to it. So I did not like GT at all. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of people that like GT. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you put a mustache on Vegeta. and <laughs> <laughs> He already had a receding hairline. You just can't do that. <laughs> and put, yeah, and put Goku turned back into a kid. It's just like, whoa, what the crap? Yeah, I didn't under... Like, I, the first episode I saw was probably... Even if you saw two or three episodes into the season or the first season, then you were lost already. So Yeah. Um, I didn't know what was going on, and Trunks was... You know, I think a kid too, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Trunks was a teenager, I think, in GT, wasn't he? Him and uh, Gohan or Goten, they were like preteens or whatever, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Well, no all idea. I knew is Trunks was younger than he was in the show I just watched, and so, and this came after, and I was like, I don't, this, none of this makes sense. <laughs> this, none of this makes sense. <laughs> but I still have a strange crush on Bulma, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's, it's it's the blue hair. It's the blue hair. Yeah, <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh, so uh, I read this article the other day about like um, the manga that's uh, that comes out for for the Dragon Ball Super series, and um, um, the the manga actually starts after both of the movies. So it's sort of basically telling the story in, in the future of what, what's actually going to happen, um, assuming you could actually read Japanese. But um, I read something where a guy had translated uh, part of the book. and So anyway, um, in, uh, so, so in the first movie, Battle of the Gods, Goku turns into Super Saiyan God. That's the form. That's where he's actually he gets a little bit skinnier and his hair turns like a maroonish color. And then now, now that's after Super Saiyan three, right? This is supposed to be the most powerful version of the Super Saiyan, right? Right. This isn't after Super Saiyan three. It's just a whole new. It, it's a new transformation, but it is stronger than Super Saiyan three. Yes. 
Um, and then in the next movie, Resurrection F, they turn into like basically Super Saiyan 1, but their hair is blue. And that is actually supposed to be the Super Saiyan version of the Super Saiyan God, which is the maroon hair version. So conveniently, they just name it Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. Well, of course. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> so, um, in in the book of what happens, it, uh, um, Goku and, and Vegeta are training, uh, and it's right after the Frieza fight. They're, they're fighting each other, and then Vegeta turns into the, the highest form. I'll just go ahead and say that. And then Goku says... Oh, we said that we weren't going to turn into Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. Ah, ah. And then it says that Goku bites his tongue. And uh, and so Whis, which is the uh, the trainer of Beerus, the, the god of destruction, says, you know what, let's just go ahead and change that to Super Saiyan Blue. <laughs> so, we're getting a new name for that ridiculous form. <laughs> That's something I'm excited about. Now, that was something that came about because the fans and stuff were complaining about the name, right? So they decided to change the name? I wouldn't doubt it because uh, it's a really dumb name. Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. Now, you're watching these episodes in complete Japanese with American subtitles, correct? Yes. Any plans on or any idea when they're going to be releasing that here in the United States? Um, well, I mean, we just uh, did the interview with Chuck Huber, and he, I mean, he said that they haven't even begun... Uh, recording for the uh, English dubs yet. So I have no clue of when they're going to come out in the U.S. My my assumption is probably they're going to finish a whole season, at least a whole season first, before they, they start doing English dubs. So, uh, Katie, you don't have any experience with Dragon Ball, do you? Nope. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. This boy stuff. I mean, like, I've heard of it, and I know, like, of some of it, but not enough to, like, have any type of relevant opinion. The show was a great show. Don't get me wrong. It was, like, 290, what, 292 episodes of Dragon Ball Z was? Like, Mm, Something like that? I think it was 300-something. There was, like, multiple sagas. There was the Saiyan saga, the Frieza saga, the Cell saga, the Boo saga. There was probably sagas in between that I can't think of right now off the top of my head. Um, each saga was about a new villain that came to Earth that was more powerful than the last that was there to basically take over the Earth and Goku and friends were there to, just, to defeat this guy. Mm-hmm. Great show, um, but like I said earlier, some of the sagas just kind of dragged on. And like, There may be a whole episode where you see Goku at a, at a, a driving test. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like uh, like I said, uh, there's some episodes where <laughs> having like going back and having to like watch this new show week by week. There are some episodes where literally like nothing happens. There there was a there's an episode in Super. I was like, all right, watch the new episode of Super. It's gonna be awesome. All right, and then it's about um, Hercule. That's it. Like he, uh, like there, there's these aliens that come from space, and they're gonna give an award to whoever fought the god of destruction, and, <laughs> and Hercule is actually at some sort of like presentation to accept an award for doing it, and so he was like, uh, "I'm the one who did it," and he really wasn't, and so they're about to give him the award, and then they're like, "No, no, no, you have to defeat our finest hero, 
uh, in order to accept this award because you could be a fraud. And so we basically just get a whole episode of how he duck and dodges this whole fight. It's so stupid. And then by the end of the episode, you find out that they're afraid of dogs and a dog runs up and the aliens just run away. What? <laughs> how long are these episodes? These episodes Not 30 are, minutes. are like 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. So... I don't know. And the fact that I have to wait a whole week and then watch something like that, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> it seems to me not uncommon that a lot of shows like that, because my, my old roommate, she she watches a lot of anime and shows like that. Like, she watched Dragon Ball Z. Um, it seems that, like, that's normal, that there will be episodes that are really important to the plot line that advance the story, and then there's, like, a whole mess of episodes that are just, like, pointless. What just happened? Exactly. <laughs> like I, th- I think that happens a lot on the anime shows that kind of have, like, a long, long storyline, a uh, long series type thing. Like, the shorter animes, like the OV- OAVs and stuff, like, like Gundam that only had 28 episodes, or Gundam Wing that had 49 episodes, they didn't really have a lot of filler episodes. They just were straight to the point, this is the story, and stuck to it. But some of these longer shows, like One Piece and Inuyasha and Dragon Ball, they do have a lot of episodes that are just like, what the hell does this have to do with this freaking show? (laughs) But wouldn't it be better for the show if they just cut out the filler episodes, or do they feel that it's necessary? Because, I mean, she watched... They did that with Dragon Ball Z. They actually released a box set called Dragon Ball Z Kai, uh-huh. yep. which was where they cut out all the filler crap. So it's like <laughs> 50 episodes of important stuff and 100 episodes that were cut out of just crap. I mean, like, literally, I think it's like one episode of Kai goes to four episodes of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> I feel like that's ridiculous since for Super you have to wait. Like the rest of the human population that watches TV shows in real time, so I know Marcus have... is just totally not used to that. Yeah, and you're waiting a whole week, and you get an episode that's absolutely pointless. That would just piss me off. I mean, I watch shows from week to week. Like I, I you know, watch Gotham. I, I try to keep up with Limitless and other stuff. So I'm capable of watching shows week by week, but this show <laughs> goes so I'm slow. Capable. <laughs> Capable. You're like, I have the ability, I promise. Like, well, Daniel's bringing it up like I've never seen a show week by week before. (laughs) Well, I mean, because we're so used. I mean, I know that a lot of anime shows are released in such big blocks. Like, One Piece was like that, right? Like, it was released in a big block of episodes. So you could watch a whole bunch of episodes and then have to wait for the next block of episodes. Yeah, I think there was so many done. And then when they released them over here, they released two episodes at a time or something like that just to get through the series. Yeah. And Dragon Ball Z was kind of like that, too. I mean, because they had so many freaking episodes. And when they started showing it on Cartoon Network, they were showing one or two at a time to try to get through these sagas. Because I know, I mean, Dragon Ball Z was on TV. Like you said, it was on Cartoon Network. I mean, Mm -hmm. Avatar was also on on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, yeah. Nickelodeon, yeah. A a better show. Avatar? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Avatar was really no, good. Was not the movie. The movie. Are you talking about the, not the, mo- the? You're comparing the Wind Waker dude to or the Wind Waker, the Wind Mover guy to freaking Dragon Ball. Yeah. No. Oh. No. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Avatar was a good show, though. I mean, it was a it decent had, show. It had but... a. It had a better story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was awful. I don't think movie we should terrible. get into that. 
<laughs> I was so. Uh, I, I wanted to defend Dragon Ball. Yeah, I, 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 I know which one is clearly better. So <laughs> I'm just not gonna get. That's into. fine. We can be on opposite sides of the fence. We don't. Have that's to the be point. The I think it's time. good when you don't all agree. I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, I've never taken the time to watch Dragon Ball Z. I've only watched. I haven't I, even watched I enjoyed all of them Avatar, both. So. Very different. I haven't actually watched all of the Avatar episodes, but the ones that I've watched, I've enjoyed. So they're good stuff. I've seen. I th- I'm pretty sure I've seen every single Avatar, and I'm not by choice, unfortunately. Oh, see, I'm there's so a bit sorry. of a bias. Yeah. See. <laughs> well, Mark. Wait, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, Marcus, if you had 15 seconds to explain to us with one breath why we should watch the show. Watch what? what? Super or Dragon Z Ball or what? Dragon Ball Super. What would you tell us? Um, there's a lot of really awesome fighting that happens in the show. And as uh, always, the world becomes part of like uh, it, it's up at stake and we have to save the world. And, you know, Goku's our hero. And you get to see some really cool fighting along with energy blast. That's it. Is that 15 <laughs> seconds? Not even close. <laughs> it's like seven. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and done. Was that 15 seconds? <laughs> well, three three seconds was um, and there were like a second and a half of you know sound effects. So. <laughs> and you commented on the excellent fighting scenes twice. Yes. You know, that's the most important thing. There must be some fighting in this show. I think there's, so. There's some fighting in the show. There's some stuff that happens and like stuff happens. Actually um <laughs> I really like yeah. uh, the new animation in this show and, and a lot of people will probably be like, Oh, they're gonna bring up the one episode where Goku was fighting Beerus and that animation looks absolutely horrendous. But the show is capable of putting out some really great animations and um and it's really funny because at one point they they're resurrecting frieza and then um shinron reminds them that frieza was actually chopped up and then blown to bits when he was killed and they flash back to trunks doing that and the animation just turned to like this like it just seemed like it was playing on like a really old tv or like like somebody was like hand spinning a movie reel or something and it just didn't i don't know it just looked terrible compared to the animation that was actually on the show back in the day marcus that was called standard definition (laughs) (laughs) marcus is like i hate you (laughs) you know i also had dial up when i started using the internet so no way Oh my god. You've got mail. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway. I'll trade you 700 hours of AOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I still, still have AOL, by the way. Oh my goodness. You just must yeah. be an anti-conformist. Apparently. I have two AOL email addresses that are uh, still active oh. that I use for everything. Oh. What's your AIM handle? <laughs> no. <laughs> I do have AIM, though. I bet. Did you ever log into it? Yeah, I used to use it to talk to my friend Rachel while she was at work. I had the app on my phone and everything. Now we oh, there's an apps. app? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we used to use to talk. Because... Wow. Oh, man, I stopped using that before they even came out with an app. 
Yeah, there's an AIM app. I don't have it anymore because we use Facebook Messenger to talk to each other now, which is yeah. well, since it works. I stopped using that before they had cameras on phones. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. But it was because she worked a she worked a job where she couldn't like use her phone. Get it? Didn't AOL buy MySpace? <laughs> I don't. I think so. It would make I, sense. I think they bought them last year because that would make even more uh, sense. MySpace did no get a reinvestment, and then there was like Justin Timberlake all over the yeah. place. Yeah, I don't have a MySpace. <laughs> I did when I was a child, but she I, has a friendster. Oh, y'all, sh- y'all should totally check out myspace.com forward slash Temple Geek. But <laughs> exactly. do we have? Exactly. Do we have oh, yeah. digress? Oh, yeah, we do. I'm actually going to check this out. I'm going to need to see that. <laughs> uh, so, Marcus, this show, Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Do you think it lives up to the Dragon Ball le- uh, the Dragon Ball legacy? Is it is it a good successor to... Because a lot of people did not like the GT series. They didn't think it was a good successor to the Dragon Ball Z series. Do you feel that this show is actually a great successor to that? Or do you think there's nothing going to compare to Dragon Ball Z? Um... Well, so, and I'm sure a lot of people are saying this out loud to themselves right now, but um, um, Akira Toriyama didn't write Dragon Ball GT. Akira Toriyama is writing Dragon Ball Super. So, um, and and I think that's where kind of like a lot of the whole, like, the slow progression, like, it, it, the way the show progresses and what kind of happens in the show is sort of like Akira Toriyama's, um, his personality, the way he writes his shows and stuff like that. So, um, I think it's definitely on track um, to living up to, you know, the 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 past shows he did. He did uh, Dragon Ball as well. Um, so, it's uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. That's for sure. All right. Well, let's go ahead and transition over to Superhero Deathmatch. Ah! <laughs> so last week we had Iron Man versus Thor. Yeah, buddy. Was that and Marcus? Last week? I am. I, it was actually two weeks ago, <laughs> but but our viewers don't have to know that. Okay, well we can just cut that out. Got it. Uh, viewers, listeners. Hey, so <laughs> I hate to tell you this, Marcus, but what Iron Man lost, bro? That's Uh-oh. right, he did. What? Yep. Yeah. So. Buddy. So, yeah, it was it was kind of like there was a lot of people that actually voted on this one, and and uh, there was a lot of votes against Thor. I think it was seven to two. Yeah, buddy. Whatever, man. So unfortunately, your god of iron has been knocked out by the god of thunder. That's right. I hear thunder now. You, yeah, because I because it was me. Stacy returns. <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> We're talking about superhero deathmatch. So, last week we had Iron Man versus Thor. I just informed Marcus that Thor lost. I mean Iron Man lost. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yes. So, this week we're going to be discussing Green Lantern versus Green Arrow. We got the Emerald Archer versus the Emerald Ring Bearer. I feel like you just totally didn't just make that up right now. I, I totally just made that up. <laughs> so, in typical fashion, I will read the synopsis of the character from the official website, and then we'll just kind of discuss the characters. 
so let me get this pulled up here. And if these are long, I am sorry. Thor's was like 50 pages. Thank God we didn't yeah. read that whole thing. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he kind of has, has a background in mythology as well, so <laughs> there's probably more. Thor, born by the sun. Oh, no, it's like Odin's son. <laughs> All right, so DC's official page on Green Lantern states, imagine if the ring on your finger Jesus. was more than just a piece oh of gaudy God. jewelry. <laughs> Not a good start, but keep going. <laughs> Instead, it's the universe's most powerful weapon. Oh it can create God. whatever you wish out of pure energy. It's might limited only by your imagination and will. And with it comes exclusive membership to an exclusive intergalactic police force with alien officers spanning the cosmos. The only catch, mastering that power and being the Green Lantern means facing your fears. And for headstrong Hal Jordan, that's something he's been avoiding his whole life. And I'm not going to go into the whole backstory because the Green Lantern Corp actually consists of multiple Green Lanterns. So this could actually be any Green Lantern versus the Green Arrow. But I think the, an important thing to note is the Green Lanterns are only as powerful as their will. Mm-hmm. That is correct. So if you have one that's kind of, yeah, you know, not very self-confident, um, he's not going to be as strong. I already want an arrow through this dude's heart. Just saying. <laughs> so, so the powers of the Green Lantern are hard light constructs, instant weaponry, force fields, flight, durability, and alien technology. The first official Green Lantern of the Green Lantern Corps was Hal Jordan, and his base of operations was out of Coast City. There was actually a Green Lantern that predates him, but isn't really part of the same Green Lanterns. His was more magic than it was alien technology. Then he doesn't matter. All right, so that was Green Lantern. So, wait, wait. We're going to put the entire Corps against (laughs) Green Lantern? No, (laughs) that would be awesome, so that way they can kill Stephen Amell. Hey, hey, Uh, hey. No, I'm just saying Whoa. you could choose any any Green Lantern you want to talk about. So okay. we're putting the entire core again. <laughs> Green Arrow. <laughs> the the Green Lantern Arrow gets, of your choice. <laughs> then Green Arrow gets Team Arrow, okay, if we're going that direction. Uh, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> All right, so Green Arrow's page states, what was the last thing you took home from an island getaway? Oh, A tacky souvenir? <laughs> A great tan? More boring slideshows than you have friends to show? <laughs> this is so stupid. DC needs to work on their descriptions. Oh, they're spoiled this is the billionaire worst. Oliver Queen came home with an entirely different personality and newfound purpose in life. Completely self-absorbed and never caring about anything but himself, Queen was on a leisurely selling trip when his uh, when his assistant betrayed him, leaving him for dead on a desolate remote island. Stranded, he survived, amongst other things, by mastering the bow and arrow. When he eventually discovered the primitive locos that shared the island with him, he uncovered a large conglomerate sadistically exploiting and enslaving them. Uh, Oliver used his new skills of survival and archery to lead a rebellion, only to realize how similar his opponents were to the man that used to be. And then it talks about how he returned, and we don't care about all that. His powers are archery, <laughs> unrivaled aim, nice. exceptional martial arts, and inexhaustible wealth. And only the best adjectives. His base of operations is Seattle, Washington. Mm. I thought his base of operations was Star, Star City. City. <laughs> what the heck, DC Comics? Actually, that's probably his new base of operations. 
I bet you that's what that is. Can we just say how different this storyline is from Arrow? Well, it's the it's the comic books, <laughs> I girl. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. Like, anyways, Skittles. Really? <clears throat> he still has that same bag of Skittles from this morning. The same bag. He still got some Skittles in it too. What is happening? Marcus has been eating one bag of Skittles the entire day. How are you able to eat the same bag of Skittles all day? I don't know. Is it a big bag of Skittles? It's a tear and share pack. That's way... How are you I got, I got four left. That, I got four that's left. Like a, that's like a king-size package. Yeah, but I got, I got four said. left. <laughs> Marcus, let me see your king-size package. <laughs> oh. There it is. Whoa. That is so skittly. That's a that's a Skittles commercial. Do you like to taste my rainbow? <laughs> so speaking of rainbows, the Green. the the lanterns. <laughs> there, there's 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 a whole uh, rainbow of colors in the lanterns. Today we're specifically talking about the green color shade. Um, so who would win out of these two guys? Let's just say how Jordan and, and Oliver Queen. Let's just say they were pit up against each other. Who'd win? Oliver. Stace, let's start with you. Because oh. I already know where Katie's going. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, to be completely honest, I think this is kind of one of those arguments that even if you had it, like when you have it about Batman and Superman or or, or two just completely, one that one hero that's completely overpowered, it comes down to, like, their character, what are they known for? Um, you know, I, I would equate the the Green Arrow to the poor man's, uh, a poor man's Batman, Batman you know. Um, I mean, he is a one-trick pony. He's got one gadget. It's lots of gadgets can go in that gadget, but he's got one gadget. It's a bow and arrow. And much like Hawkeye said in Age of Ultron, it doesn't have to make sense. He's got a bow and arrow. He's fighting aliens, you know, but you just do your job. So <laughs> um, I think it comes – I don't think that there's a scenario in in life where – the green arrow can win uh, strictly because, well, first of all, they're good friends. Exactly. Um, so we, we th- think about it this way. I mean, it doesn't have to be physicality. I mean, it could be mind games. It could be because Green Lantern's power is based off of will. Yeah. It's based off of what he can control. So, I mean, if if Oliver's mind raping the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He might be well, not subterfuge is one of his strengths. That is the truth. So with Green Arrow, Subterfuge, he could be someone who, if he had to get close to somebody to hurt them, I wouldn't put lying past him, you know. And whereas Hal Jordan was just kind of, he's just kind of a dick, you know. He just kind of was a jerk. Uh, but I don't think he was a liar. I don't think he was he was any of the things. I think if there was someone that, you know, now that I mention it, now that I'm talking myself through it, I think the Green Arrow would win. I think the Green Arrow would win because he's willing to go farther. His level of resolve, and mm-hmm. this is that's my argument with Batman too. Batman would win every time because <laughs> his level of resolve is different. Superman's character wouldn't let him do it. I don't think that Hal Jordan would see it coming. Mm-hmm. All right, Katie, what about you? Let's 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 hear it. I know you're going to go for Team Arrow. <laughs> I'm with you, Katie. Well, I mean, I think Stacy's making a good point because. Um, Oliver is one of those people who just sort of never gives up. And I mean, I haven't, this is coming from just strictly watching the TV show because I don't read comic books. 
Now, now, are you referring to the Oliver from Smallville? Because that guy gave up all the time. No, I'm not referring to that one. Not Justin Hartley's, not Smallville one. I'm talking about Arrow, the TV show Arrow. But I mean, I feel like Oliver Queen's resolve, like like he said, like Stacy said that like he just never gives up. But at the same time, he has this ability to. Like, we saw it in the show where we they absolutely thought that he had flip sides, that he really was becoming the next Ra's al Ghul, and then, then he wasn't. Even Ra's believed what, you know, everything that he was saying and doing, and then out of nowhere he was like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> and they didn't, they didn't really see that coming, because he has that ability to make you believe that he's your friend or he's with you, and then flip-flop sides without you actually seeing it coming so and he just never gives up so i think he would win on that on that side of it because he'd kind of come out of nowhere and hal jordan wouldn't expect it especially because you said they're good friends right oh yeah they're they're like the best of friends oh yeah so like he would never he'd probably never expect that never see it coming because oliver is a spectacular liar marcus Market. He's talking, but we can't hear him. <laughs> green lantern. Same. He just says green lantern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, green lantern. But, he, but why? I, I mean, to me, you, you're fighting a match to the death. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I, you, when was the last time somebody talked their way out of a death match? <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> um, you know, being able to conjure things with your ring, and I, I just, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I don't see it. I, see the thing, the thing I keep going back to with Green Lantern is I, I keep remembering when he was Parallax. Um, I know a lot of you probably don't know a lot of the comic book storylines, but there was a time where Green Lantern he went nuts. Hal Jordan, um, he watched his city, Coast City, get destroyed. He watched all of his loved ones get killed, so he just went freaking bonkers. Green Arrow decided to wipe, him. decided to wipe out all of the Green Lantern Corp. He took out the entire Green Lantern Corp oh by himself, <laughs> collected all of their rings, <laughs> and became Parallax, this ultimate being. So he's a yes. psychopath. Got it. Yeah, yeah. He 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 went nuts, um, and uh, Green Arrow actually did defeat him. <laughs> Yeah, so there, there you go. There you go. Done. It 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 was weird. Um, it, I think how Jordan allowed Green Arrow to defeat him because he was still trying to save himself, I guess, or he wanted to redeem himself. But at the same time, I think uh, the only way that uh, Green Lantern was defeated by uh, Oliver Queen, if I remember correctly, was that Green Arrow sacrificed himself. He killed himself to defeat him. Okay. No. Well, you know, and, and I was just I uh, I just I remembered that there was a storyline, and I was looking because I I thought that there was a time when Green Arrow actually had a ring, or was given a ring, and I was just I was doing a little bit of research, and I just saw this, and this makes a lot of sense that when he would not be able to use a green ring to its full potential, and it's because he's cynical, and because he has a cynical will, and he's not doesn't have a pure will. He never could master and would never be able to use the green ring um, like Hal Jordan or anybody else. 
So I thought that was interesting as well. Hmm. Now, if you gave Hal Jordan the yellow ring, yeah. <laughs> Arrow's dead. You think so? Because I don't know that he, he uses fear very well. Isn't that fear? Yeah, if you remember Injustice, though, he, he, he gave in to fear. Oh, okay. So in the alternate universe of Injustice, Hal Jordan gives in to fear, takes over the yellow ring, and he just becomes a badass, and he teams up with Sinestro. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about that. So there's a color spectrum of rings yeah, in the Green that. Lantern universe. <laughs> the, gr- the, gr- the green is will. Okay. The yellow is fear. Mm-hmm. Red, red is hate- hatred, anger, or something like that. I think it's, yeah, rage or something. Uh, yeah, rage. That's it. Thank you. Orange is Ivalis. Ivalice, how do you say that word? Um, uh, blue is. And isn't, love. isn't orange greed? Yeah, it's like greed, Ivalice, or however you say yeah. it. Yellow, yeah, orange. Um, blue is not love. Pink is love. Yeah. And they have a whole bunch of different colors. And there's actually a whole crap ton of different lanterns. You actually have the Pink Lantern Corp, or they're actually called the... the uh, and that's more passion, I thought, or something like that. Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah. I feel like the Green Lanterns are sort of covering, like, the 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 sins, like the Seven Deadly Sins. <laughs> well, 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 the Black Lantern uh, was death. And- yeah, he was death, and the only way to defeat death was for all the Lantern Corps to come together... And to bring out the white lantern because it all the color spectrums. If you bring all the colors together, it forms white. Well, yeah, yeah. So that was the only way to bring out to defeat death was to bring out the white lantern. So there's like this whole mythology um, myth- mythology behind the lantern court. It's really cool. It's just a lot of colors. Yeah, it was. I thought it, the the darkest night stuff was it darkest night or the blackest night or something like blackest, blackest night. night. Darkest night is uh, Batman. Um. Yeah, the Blackest Night was a good, very interesting storyline. Probably one of the best. That was Jeff Loeb and and maybe Jim Lee too, or at least Jeff Loeb. It was a good storyline. Cool. That, right. that was all I had to add about that. <laughs> Marcus, I'm probably gonna go with Stacy and Katie on this one. I think Green Lantern or Green Arrow actually has a chance against Green Arrow, only because, like I said, the the only way the ring is gonna work is if he has 100% control over that ring. If he doesn't have control over that ring, is he, if he's getting his mind jacked up by by Green Arrow, or whatnot, I mean, Green Arrow actually could have the upper How hand is against him. How he going to get his mind messed up? I'm talking about like you know you you just talk crap about him. These these guys are like brothers. Consider like brothers. And like, what if your brother just like totally started defeating you and hurting you? He's not going to use rage. He's not going to use uh, uh, fear because those can't control the ring. He has to use willpower. That's the only way he can control that one ring. Yeah. So if he uses any of his other emotions, if he brings out any of those other emotions, Will gets sucked away and he can't control that ring as as powerful as he could some of the other rings. And now, if he had one of those other rings, oh yeah, he'd be all over it. <laughs> Depending on what, what emotion Oliver's bringing out in him. Yeah, and he, he probably is just going to picture a race car or something like he did in the movie. So, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that movie was so bad. <laughs> Actually, you know, it wasn't bad, but that's a different story. I won't, I'm not going to get into that. It wasn't a bad movie. I just didn't like the freaking villain the was bad. The villain, yeah. The suit was stupid too. Just saying. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. But yeah, I'm, yep. I'm going to go. There, was, gonna there go it is. Now. The verdict. Green. Three to one. Three to one. Three to one. So now it's up to you, fans of Tog. Help Marcus defeat the Green Arrow. Please. <laughs> <laughs> So, who would win in a fight? Green Arrow, Green Lantern. We say Green Arrow. 
but you could prove us wrong. We'll be uh, posting it on our website. And, I mean, not on the website, but on the social media sites, um, kind of like what we did in the previous week. So help a brother out. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it. He needs the help. And on that note, that's going to end this week's episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I'd like to thank Katie, Stacy, and Marcus for joining me on this week's discussion. Stay tuned to thetempleofgeek.com for the next all-new episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit thetempleofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.